Movement disorders are a group of neurological conditions that cause abnormal increased movements, which may be voluntary or involuntary. Ogden Clinic neurologist Dr. Sydney Piercy helps treat such disorders. Her clinical interests include movement disorders like Parkinson's disease and tremors, which we will discuss on today's episode. As a neurologist with over 20 years of experience, we are happy to have her on the podcast. This is The Daily Diagnosis, a healthy lifestyle podcast by Ogden Clinic. We're your prescription for health-centered conversations, stories, and advice. I'm Parker Shaw. With the help of my team and featuring the talented providers of Ogden Clinic, you'll reach a positive prognosis for your podcast addiction by listening to The Daily Diagnosis. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of The Daily Diagnosis. This is Parker from the marketing team. And Sid from the marketing team as well. And I'm Dr. Sydney Piercy from Neurology at Ogden Clinic. Awesome. We are so glad to have Dr. Piercy back. We've had her on a previous episode and are so glad that she's here today um, once again. So Dr. Piercy, for those uh, listeners out there that might not have been able to get to know you, um, we wanted to do some get to know you questions, just some general stuff to get to know you um, kind of outside of your, your job title. And we were talking about our pets before <laughs> we started recording. Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about You're your pets? You're a pet mama? A I, dog mama? Well, I am a, a real mom, first of all. Like, I have three kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're grown. But um, empty nester. So, yeah. So the whole podcast could be about my dog, Olive. So I did have a dog buddy you know, that was the family dog as my kids grew up. And poor du- Buddy died in July. And I know, he was so but he's so great. And then I vowed I am never going to get another dog. I am free and all that. Buddy would it. want you to have another dog. Well, my medical assistant's daughter wanted me to have another dog. She just kept <laughs> sending me um, pictures from uh-huh. the animal shelter and on and on and on. And Buddy was a lab. And then I got, and then. Bottom line, I got this lab named Olive, and oh. she's five. Oh, and rescue. Yeah, but she's the best lab in the universe. Yeah. No, she is so funny. What like, color of lab is she? Is she like a She's a black, yellow, yellow lab. lab. I know. And she's everything about a lab. Yeah. I even have a little, I bought a little camera that will fling treats to her oh, during the yeah, day. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. And so, did you get one of those? Well, Okay. I'll tell you the good and the bad. The great is that it is great. And they're a little bit more expensive than just a little camera to watch your dog. But I used it so much because I was so excited about it that I flung her so many treats that now the trick is I can fling her treats and she just watches them fling. Like can so you talk to her on this too? Yeah, I can. Oh, uh-huh. I love it. Uh, that's awesome. But she's like, and now like the... She's just used to it. She's yeah. like, oh, she hit just the another treat. With you. But now when I get home, then she'll eat the treat. She waits till I get home. Aww. And as soon as I get home, she like eats all the treats I flung during the day. So that's cute. I know. Oh, she's, and I love that name, Olive. That's everything's cute. Everything's cute about her. Yeah. So wow. Anyway. Yeah, she's we lucky should, to have you as a dog mama. I know. We should do something other than the dog podcast. But we should do a dog podcast. <laughs> we should. Yeah. I have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since a dog mama too, we'll have to do a we'll have to do a bonus episode or something all about Look dogs. Do a dog calendar. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Therapy dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of medically related. We'll <laughs> do an episode right. about that. Okay. Last get to know you question before we get into the topic then. Um, what is your favorite restaurant here locally? Oh, um, probably just right by my work, the Thai kitchen. I like that a oh, lot. Okay. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian and they always have good food. That's cool. What's your favorite go-to item? Ever? 
No, at Thai Kitchen. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> like that's yeah, ever. <laughs> well, Utah's lotion. I'm just lathering lotion all over because it's so dry. Okay. That's awesome. At Thai Kitchen, it's the yellow curtain. Okay. Good, good. stuff. Yeah. Well, I hope they give me like a free meal Yeah, we're now. like, like <laughs> can I get a coupon or something? Sponsor I'll us, Thai it. Kitchen. I'll, I'll share. <laughs> that's way cool. Well, I mean, that's not super related to our... Um, at episode at all but other than healthy eating right there yes. you go the, there, there's there's the link there so go. but we did want to talk so dr piercy works in neurology and she actually suggested this topic which i thought was really interesting mm-hmm. um she mentioned um parkinson's parkinson's excuse me parkinson's disease versus tremors and the differences between those and dr piercy do you mind just kind of introducing why you wanted to talk about that mm-hmm. a little bit um Sure. I think that we were talking on a day, and I don't remember what topic, and I think it was a good topic you suggested, but I think it was a day that I was just, I had seen a couple patients, and the question that was brought, you know, they'd come to my clinic because they had had tremor, and the question was, is the tremor Parkinson's, or is it a familial tremor? Right. And, and what is a tremor? The shaking of the hands? A shaking, well, or a what? tremor is shaking. So... There can be a head tremor, hand, yeah, hand tremor. Hand tremor is by far the most common. Yeah. and um, Or there can be a chronic hand tremor and it changes. And so right. and so I think you just caught me on a day where that I've was, seen that, was a re- that relevant to topic. the question of the day. And I, it's such a good question. Right. Um, and Parkinson's creeps in on people and right. it's such a slow... Um, constellation of symptoms that includes tremor that I, that I just thought, oh, why don't we just do a podcast on that? That's and great. And just try to distinguish best we can and get right. some education out there. And Right, for sure. Yeah. So kind of knowing like that the two are like sometimes mistaken for each other because mm-hmm. they have that similar symptom of tremor. Um, what is the big difference between the two of them, would you say? Well, the big differences are that an essential tremor, so essential tremor or familial tremor, so we're going to contrast essential tremor, familial tremor are lumped into one group and Parkinson's into the other. Essential tremor will be typically both hands, for example, symmetric. Now, if someone's right-handed, maybe the right hand will be a little bit more, but it's typically symmetric typically worse when you're going to do something. So you go pick up your coffee cup, pick up the newspaper, the tremor gets worse. With Parkinson's, the tremor is typically one side of the body or the other, and it typically will get worse when you're just sitting there at rest. Another time it gets worse is actually when you're walking. And a lot of patients don't notice that. Um, Someone, you know, their significant other or one of their kids will notice that. Something else that distinguishes it's not a perfect thing, but um, interestingly, it is very common for a patient with Parkinson's to have lost their sense of smell even years before the tremor develops. Now, in the older age group, losing your sense of smell is not uncommon, so I don't want people to go, oh, I can't smell. (laughs) Holy cow, I must have Parkinson's. (laughs) No, that's not my message, but you know, if someone has a tremor and intact sense of smell, then that would argue against Parkinson's. But we, when as a neurologist, I'm 
there's a lot of clues and, and there's a lot of intake and in talking to the patient and examining them and trying to put the pieces together and, and argue for or against Parkinson's. But What is Parkinson's disease in a nutshell? Oh, thank. That's a good <laughs> I, I'm listening and I'm not quite sure yeah, what great. it is. Yeah. yeah. Parkinson's disease is loss of dopamine. Dopamine is located in the area of the brain called the Stratia nigra. And what just amazes me from a young age, and I'm getting older now, is the Stratia nigra is literally just this one area of the brain. You can actually see it. It's a line um, on an MRI. And it's very small, and all of our dopamine is located in that. Mm -hmm. And then it projects to all these areas of our brain. And slowly, uh, people with Parkinson's will lose the dopamine. And by the time they have symptoms, they will have lost about 50 to 70% of the dopamine. And the part that kills me is that dopamine, we can see it. We can see where it is in the brain. It's located in one area of the brain. It's like, gosh, you know, why haven't we been able to replace it by now? And what does dopamine do? Dopamine does everything. It's a mo. It helps with our motor system. It helps with our emotions. Okay. So um, when you lose dopamine... It, it affects everything. So so one of one of the reasons why tremor is associated with Parkinson's is because it's one of the early manifestations. Dopamine is so intrinsic with the um, motor system that when you lose dopamine, mm-hmm. then it's essentially affecting another part of the brain, which is the pacemaker in a sense of the brain. And you can actually see a different pacemaker. And so you'll see a rhythmic trembling of an upper okay. extremity Interesting. and then as you lose more dopamine and every patient with parkinson's will have a different set of clinical manifestations mm-hmm. but some people will have mood and behavioral disorders because the dopamine that's projecting you know to you know dopamine is so intrinsic with mood in some right. people and you know serotonin and dopamine affect mood some people have blood pressure issues because dopamine and our autonomic nervous system is so intrinsic. Um, and then some people have their whole body just slows down significantly. Mm. Some people have what we call dystonic posturing, where instead of trembling, they become very, very stiff. And whole body stiffness versus, you know, for example, one leg will become what we call posturing in a, in a certain position. Right. You know, now contrasting with essential tremor, essential tremor, tone should be normal. Uh, essential tremor shouldn't affect mood, mm-hmm. you know. So, so things. Parkinson's disease uh, increases in some in severity, correct? Like, uh, yes. it, when compared to essential tremor as well. Well, and you mentioned in, well, let's be that, clear. Essential right? tremor does increase over time, Okay, but it is not uncommon for someone to have essential tremor for 20 years, hmm. um, and it just very slowly gets worse over time you right. know, versus Parkinson's disease, which will get worse at a different pace, and then it kind of collects symptoms uh, you know, as it gets worse. Okay. Well, and you mentioned in our, uh, in our conversation uh, or email conversation that Parkins- Parkinson's disease affects about 1.6% of mm-hmm. the population and essential tremor is significantly more common. Yeah. And what do you mean by significantly more common? Like, like a huge difference? Uh-huh. Yes. And it all depends on which study you look at. Right. Because... You know, some studies will say, you know, three or four times more common. The challenge is is that essential tremor is also called a familial tremor, 
And it is very common for people with familial tremor to say, oh, this is just what my family have, and they never report having that tremor. Oh, I see. Ever. You know, it's just what my family have. They self-diagnose, which is not unreasonable, right? Right. And so so the studies uh, clearly say it's underreported. You know, I've seen some studies say that it's up to eight times more common than Parkinson's. Oh, wow. And I've seen some studies say, you know, two to four times more common, and it's all a reporting issue. Are there treatments, medication or treatments for this, for the tremors? Absolutely. There's different... Tr- so the first is to um, establish a diagnosis. Now, sometimes with essential tremor and with Parkinson's tremor, there can be a gray area. So the first thing is to really establish a diagnosis. And the gray area can come on for two reasons. Like you mentioned, that Parkinson's disease affects about 1.6% of the population some people are at higher risk than others. People with essential tremor, from a population standpoint, have a higher risk. Essential tremor never turns into Parkinson's mm. disease. It okay. just happens to be higher risk, just like doctors, teachers, and farmers have a higher risk of Parkinson's when we've studied it over time. Right. And so, um, and then when we di- try to diagnose it, sometimes people with like an essential tremor, we're also watching how someone walks or something like that. Well, sometimes those people with essential tremor will have had hard lives and they have had both hips replaced and, (laughs) you know, or maybe, you know, this or that's happened to them. And so, you know, or maybe they can't smell for some reason. They got a bad cold at one point. And so sometimes, you know, there's a a diagram. So the first is to establish a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Then treatment is very specific to the type of tremor. Now, always with with tremor so so we're treating the tremor of parkinson's or the tremor of essential tremor it's always treating the patient it's never treating the like what we perceive as the tremor right i've had some patients with moderate to severe for example essential tremor who say well eh, i can live with it i don't want it tre- uh, treatment yet and then i've had some people who for example are a dentist or a or speak publicly a lot with a milder tremor who say, no, I really, Mm -hmm. this is interfering with my activities. I want treatment now. And so, you know, we'll treat an essential tremor at that point. And essential tremors we tend to treat with, you know, there's a blood pressure medicine we treat with, or Mm -hmm. there's a seizure medicine, gabapentin, that we come and treat with, you know, and then with Parkinson's, we tend to treat, and the importance is the distinction and diagnosis is the Parkinson-specific medications that we treat with the disease. Okay. And lifestyle, lifestyle, air, food, and water, I'm always beaten down on this, <laughs> is always an important treatment in anything we're doing, layering on. For example, um, you know, decreasing caffeine, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, all that stuff is always important too. Those are freebies, but always keeping always, an eye on always those good things. Always keep an eye on. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So... So if someone maybe has that, when would you say would be the point that they should go see a doctor for, for their tremor? Right. Yeah, good point. The It's when it's interfering for them. And um, first of all, most people see their primary care physicians. And I'm very impressed with with all our primary care physicians who refer to me in our area. I mean, I think we got top-notch primary care providers here. And I think, first of all, should just mention it to their primary care physicians, even if they don't feel like treatments is needed mm-hmm. so that they can just keep an eye on the progression For over sure. time. Um, and then if, 
and then some I think if it looks like Parkinson's a lot of primary care physicians have that eye and then in those cases those should be sent to neurology primary care so with we can you know follow those over time uh-huh. essential tremor it's really boy that conversation between the provider and the patient because it's you got to treat the patient in that case and how is it interfering and do you want treatment yes or no and all and all those things awesome you know all that conversation no that's great well and i think you know if it does if it is something that is like affecting like their social life or their mm-hmm. career you know they'll be proactive in in finding resolution for that for sure yeah, hopefully uh-huh. awesome yeah. Well, Dr. Piercy, thank you so much for being on today's episode. We loved having you here. And thank you for all the information about tremors and Parkinson's disease. I think that's really, that was new information for me. Very informative. Very informative. Thank you. And for all of our listeners that have joined in today, thanks for listening to The, the Daily, Daily Diagnosis. Diagnosis. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of The Daily Diagnosis. We're so happy that you joined us today. If you would like to find more information about Ogden Clinic, our providers, or locations, visit us at ogdenclinic.com. If you're listening today from Apple Podcast app, make sure you leave us a review or subscribe so you can receive more information about the different episodes that we post. We love getting feedback from our audience, so those reviews are priceless to us. If you also would like to shout us out on social media, our Instagram handle is at Ogden Clinic. You can also send us a DM if there's a topic that you would like our providers to cover, and we really look forward to hearing from you. We post episodes weekly, so tune in next week, and we can't wait to be with you again. Have a great week.